Welcome back, everybody. This is Play to Win Podcast. This is Alex, and we've got the other game gurus here, Josh and Jared. Yo. Hello. This month, we're talking Halo Infinite, the newest release by Microsoft in the Halo series. Uh, so that game came out, if you were under a rock somewhere, this past August 12th, 2021. That's not right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. Wikipedia is really wrong on here. That game came out in November. 15th. I recall. <laughs> November 15th. On November 15th. Perhaps you know, I wonder if the multiplayer. I was gonna say maybe. Oh, they're talking about. Yeah, that is what they're talking about. Yeah, they're talking about the the flight too, and that's not even when multiplayer actually came out because it came out a a, what about a week before. So yes, the actual release date is November fifteenth, twenty twenty one. I should fact check my sources before I just read them. Uh, That is developed by three four three. This is three four three's third in the main campaign series. I believe so. They did Halo 4, 5, and now Infinite is the sixth game in the Halo series following the Master Chief. And that you should is... think of it as six. It, you know, don't listen to the name Infinite. It is like Halo it is 6. Infinite. It is Infinite. Okay. It is, it is both before, it has always been here and will always be here. Uh, so that's on uh, Xbox Series X, S. It actually came out on the previous gen of consoles as well, and it's on PC. I don't know about you guys. I played it on my Series X. I assume, Josh, you played it on the Series S. No, I played it on PS5. Okay. Well, you'll have to tell us how it ran on the the competitor system. I would love that comparison. They weren't happy that I did that. (laughs) There's probably a message waiting for you somewhere. I can just see you jamming the disc in there. It's like, no! It just, it just acts like a shredder. I, I stick the disc into the PS5 and it just it's comes out and strips. Here. So um, this game came out to really rave reviews. Uh, I think IGN gave it a 9. It received perfect scores on a lot of critics. Uh, Metacritic gave it an 87, which is still really solid uh, with a user score of 8.5 google says 95 percent of people like this video game so it's got really stellar reviews it was in some markets uh, game of the year contender obviously it did it was too late of a release for the game of the year awards that we we talked about on our last show um you know solid game all around by most expectations We'll jump. Go ahead and jump into our conversation about that. Uh, actually, before we do that, Jared, did you or Josh, did either of you have any um, gaming news that we need to jump into before we move forward? Um, I can think of right. I mean, specifically, not like about Halo, but I had recently oh, general, read. Yeah. I had recently read that a Final Fantasy 15 is going to be delayed. If anyone out there was interested 16. in that. Or 16, yeah, I'm sorry. 16 is going to be delayed due to just uh, a combination of contractors working from home in this kind of COVID world and a lot of information not being able to be shared in as timely of a fashion as the developer would like to. So they're going to go ahead and um, basically say that it's going to be pushed back at this point. Let's be honest. Force it. A Final Fantasy game being delayed is not a surprise to anyone. No. I, I'm okay with, with it, because they're usually fantastic games. 
So, you know, as long as they give me a good game, you can delay it. Let's not do the developmental hell thing like happened to Final yeah. 7 Remake and 13 Versus or anything like that. That that kind of uh, was no fun for anyone, I'm sure. Yeah. Other than that, um, there is a big Q1 coming up for gaming in 2022. You've got Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, the, uh, um, uh, Elden Ring, oh, and yeah. um, for, uh, Horizon Forbidden West are the three huge ones coming out in the Q1 of 2022. I know those three are all sound like very uh, Josh games. Jared, are you looking forward to anything in particular from those three? Or else? Uh, sorry, I was I was perusing. What were the uh, Elden Ring, Ar- uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus, I believe actually, and um, uh, for, uh, Forbidden West, Horizon Forbidden West. I would love to play Forbidden West. Horizon Zero Dawn was one of my favorite games, but I am boycotting playstation until i can get a ps5 so i will wait to <laughs> it's play a that boycott i i am no it's not because i can I play just... it on my on my ps4 i just refuse is it, to do it is it a ps4 game yeah they're releasing it on both okay um no uh, it, but that yeah that's one of my favorite games it, it's beautiful um they are a ridiculous studio um I, I just... never played the first one and i really really need to it just came out at a bad time i think didn't Breath of the Wild and Final Fantasy 15 both came out in a short span around that time, and I just never got around to playing Horizon. Well, if you don't have it, I can loan it to you. I've got it. I, I've okay. even, I even own it. I just never got to it because I, <clears throat> it, it, I, my backlog just got so big. No, it's <laughs> a, it's a fantastic game, and honestly, like, I mean, I'm sure we'll get hate mail for this, but I think playstation exclusives are way better than xbox exclusives even though i primarily play on xbox the quality and polish and just extra love that goes into playstation games uh first party exclusives is second to none honestly i don't think that's that's not much of a hot take i think there's a whole generation that would prove that the xbox one generation was not a good generation for for xbox exclusives uh first party exclusives at least And so, you know, hopefully that gets evened out a little more with the series generation. And it seems to be starting off with a bang. But yeah, why don't we go ahead and jump into one of the biggest bangs that we got, which was Halo Infinite um, and our thought on Halo Infinite. So going first, okay. (laughs) my my thoughts, I mean, I don't think it's going to be any surprise to anybody on the panel here that I love this game you're too uh, kind to us I, know. I am a huge fan of halo in general and i you know it, it, i've played all of all of the master chief, chief series i played um you know uh the the some of the offshoots like fall of reach or i guess it's just reach and uh odst I've never played any of the Halo Wars games, so if you like Command and Conquer, RTS kind of stuff, you'll like it. I I think I would like it. I don't know what my hesitation is, um, but I've been playing Halo since Halo was on Halo. the Xbox, right? Halo Combat Evolved, and this this was kind of a cool to, a cool feel to come back and and try to revamp some of the old uh, 
you know, I don't know what I'm looking for here, but kind of bring Halo back the way it used to be, but into a modern era, you know, kind of modernize Halo and, and, and give us a, the game that we probably should have had with Halo 5, because Halo 5's story was not all that great. Um, I don't know, what, what, how, how else, um, have you guys related to the series? I've played, I mean, I haven't played all the Halo Wars, but as far as, like, the first-person shooters, I've played them all multiple times. Um, definitely love the games. I would say 3 is probably my favorite. A good one. Out of all of them, uh, I think that ending is absolutely epic, how 3 ended. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't... Punching a prophet to death or something? much i don't crap on um <laughs> i don't crap on five as much as other people do i don't either uh, it, it's it's my my biggest gripe with it is it's incredibly short and how they they advertised it what we got was very different but once we got what we got it was a very good looking game it was halo like played well and that's i guess that's kind of the thing too like i have played all the halos but I don't. I'm not foaming at the mouth thinking that it is God's gift to first-person shooters sure. and all that. I think it's a very fun shooter that'll take up 20 hours of my time. So here's what I'll say about Halo Five, and and I don't remember disliking the game. Ten hours of I, my time. I remember liking the game quite a bit, but I don't remember anything specific about Halo Five. I had to go look up. The, what happened in Halo 5 because I couldn't remember anything about it and I remember everything about all the other games so that just kind of should tell you something about the story just wasn't as good in that game Cortana I just, I just think that Halo AIs. 3 is the only one that doesn't feel incredibly repetitive Halo 3? Yeah. Every, every other one it feels like Washington we'll get it <laughs> so Josh what's, My... your, what's your experience with the Halo series? My proximity with Halo has primarily... I, so I played the first two uh, campaigns, but um, primarily with that, it was kind of just, you know, uh, LAN um, multiplayer with friends and things like that. I didn't really play online a whole lot, but um, a lot of it's just, you know, the typical um, Slayer, cap, uh, Capture the Flag sort of shit. Um so, I mean, it's, I think that's where a lot of people get the most fulfillment out of a first-person shooter would be, you know, playing against hum other humans because yeah. it's, you know, a little, little more real-time kind of strategy. What would they do in this situation? How do I counter that? How do I get the drop on someone else? Um, especially when you throw in the, the mix of having a shield that regenerates throughout the battle. If you can... If you can take a few hits, go hide, pop out, and you know get the advantage of your opponent, things like that. It, it's it's a little bit different than a than you know like a traditional modern warfare style game, where I would probably want to play that more on a hardcore mode because it's I think more realistic to get hit with like three bullets and you're dead. Um, yeah. As opposed, <laughs> yeah. Well, but that that's the. No, I got I you. I got you. Yeah. But yeah, other than that. Um, I know I know enough about the series to know that it's, you know, Microsoft or Microsoft, that way on Microsoft, but uh, Xbox's baby, right? Um, oh yeah. Everyone um Flagship. it's I don't know I don't know if I'd call it a sacred cow, but um perhaps it is to a lot of fans. 
And I mean, I bought my original Xbox just for this game. It's the only reason I bought the. It's the it's Xbox. it's the it's the Xbox flagship. Like without yeah. a doubt. It, absolutely, it's their Nintendo Mario. has Mario. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, that's sort of my um, immerse with Halo. So I'm not you... a huge I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I, I I I agree that it's a a good first person shooter, but I don't think it's God's gift to first person shooters. Sure. No, and I think there's a, lo- a whole lot of like. I, I mean, we we're not gonna. I don't think we should talk about the game like it's the best thing oh, ever sure. made or anything like this. Oh cause, yeah. Because I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but there's very few games that I would say this is God's gift to man. <laughs> but let's be realistic about what Mario this game is and what this game delivers. Well, duh, of course Mario. Of course Mario. What you don't think Mario is the God's gift to man? Come on. Who doesn't want to ride a dinosaur around that poops out eggs? Right. It's exactly. Just... Come on. Well, where uh, do we want to start? Do we want to start like well, middle-ish? Do we want to start more in the red, or do we want to start more in the green? As far well, as who's 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 talking about their experience here? I uh, I'm I'm open. I I think let's let's start. How about with, we do it? How about we do a nice uh, sandwich or section it? Good, I mean, we good, can yeah, section good, it out good, too. Good. We can talk about the different portions of the game, and then we all talk about them collectively, and then give. Just kind of general stuff at the end, whatever. Yeah, let's let's jump into the different portions of the game. Let, let's start with look and feel. What do you guys think of the look and feel of this game? It's beautiful, beautiful. absolutely beautiful. Like, yeah, it, it I, blew my mind. And I was tweeting at you guys too when I jumped into it. I was like, this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This um, game is is stunning. It is. It's smooth. It's uh, it's bright. The lighting is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it. Oh, it's amazing. It looks so good. Yeah, talk I, about I'm looking. Look, oh, sorry. I'm looking at video of a, of a cutscene with Master Chief talking to weapon to the weapon, and just looking at the details on his armor. Yeah, it's impressive. Well, <laughs> it no, so like, and the, and the, speaking of details too, like, uh, if you carry around one of the the big things that puts you in a third person, like one of the Gatling guns. Yeah. When the radio goes off, his head it flashes up. Yeah, yeah i didn't like know that details it's crazy that's so cool yeah, i think it's yeah. cool like the the scratching and scuffing you see all over including on the face mask too uh-huh it's just a level of detail that you get the gun, um, your guns get dirty too yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> the the level of um as, as you mentioned graphics but also just how you can kind of work with that in the game it's pretty nice I yeah, will and- say the traversal portion of it um, with the grappling hook mm-hmm. was so much freaking fun. It and was. Y- and you guys know that I am Mr. Open World Shooter Guy. And so once I got the hang of the traversal in this world, it like I was having a blast. Well, and I kind of wondered how you'd feel about that, too, because it's it can be a little platformy at times. Well, and with that, the grappling hook, it, it it subsidizes that, whereas yeah. or supplements that. Whereas I hate first person shooters where, like, if it were Halo and I had to just jump up and like grab onto the ledge and pull myself yeah. up as Master Chief. But the fact that I can grapple and I there wasn't much jank to it. Like, it was pretty no, much it, point and go, and, that, and I was, was fine with. It. It's kind of interesting how they made it feel too, because it actually feels it has like a. It's hard to explain, but it actually has a tactile feel to it. Yeah. When you grapple to something, you can kind of feel like him kind of get geared into it and 
and drawn in. It's and then but, like you can swing around things, yeah. and it's very very the, uh, good job with the feel on that. The grapple, I mean, it serves several purposes. You can, you can grapple, oh, yeah. you can grapple enemies and melee one shot, you know, grunts specifically, or anything kind of just gives you the jump. But you can also uh, grapple explosive cases or even uh-huh. weapons to you from a from a, a, a cache. And yeah. you know, I now you have a weapon in your hand. Times doing that. <laughs> I, I would I would be trying to grapple away from an enemy or something, and I'd accidentally grapple a gun. Oh, shit. I don't need this stupid plasma pistol. Oh, I'm, out of, my, I'm like, out of ammo. Hey, this is perfect. And that was the best way to get into a vehicle, right? Like you're you got a ghost coming at you, just Dude, grapple that, onto that was it. That's my favorite. I loved ghosts. I welcomed them in this. Because, right. Yeah, they just stop by. I'm like, I'll take that, and then you just you're on your way. Loved it. it. it it was yeah the grapple that was such a cool addition in this game and it it works really well and again coming back to traversal it really helps get across cuz i initially there's a little bit of a learning curve and it's it's a little and this is kind of a thing that goes back to halo 1 it sucks sometimes driving human um like uh, human vehicles the jeep <laughs> uh, the 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 wheel vehicles are horrible yeah, the warhog and the other one that they uh-huh. have the the physics are a little bit better than in the original Halo. The I mean, if if anybody remembers from the original Halo, the they would flip over like the smallest rocks and they'd fly and duh. But no, they they need to be weighted in this game like they are in Forza. Like they're it's a yeah. big jeep. It should stick to the ground. <laughs> like I'd rather it be a slow, cumbersome turn than like three hundred and sixty. You know, donuts as I'm trying to take a but, turn. Like, these cars are horrible. Turning yeah, like, and directing like them is turning so on painful. Ice or something. Yeah. It's so painful to turn and direct them, right? And and then, like, in in some other games, especially, like, older Halo games, I feel like I could kind of go up a rock. In this game, you run into a rock and you're done. And these are, like, off-road vehicles. I'm like, I should be able to kind of go up or around this rock, right? Uh, I, I, I feel like they were serviceable in the other games. They were annoying, but I feel very especially annoying. in like Halo Three, Halo Four. Once I got the hang of the Warthog in there and the physics, I was fine. Or even like the the the, the four wheeler guy. Like once I got in those, I was fine after an hour or so. But this, I just never got the hang of the human vehicles. It's just yeah. I, I, I never got say, the stingray or whatever the the flying human vehicle is. Oh, dude, I love that. You don't like the the um? Oh my god, the wasp. I, no, I just didn't get it. Oh, you never got it. Okay, I love no, that. I, 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 I didn't realize once you reach a certain point in the game, the whole open world portion of it ends. So, yeah, I I, uh, I didn't get that. Oh, my God. It's the best It's the best um, vehicle in the whole game. I know. Game. It looks awesome, but they need to warn you that once you pass a certain point, you're never coming back to this world again. It, so it was... Oh, my God. Yeah, it was great. Um... So yeah, the wasp was by far my favorite because it it it's a helicopter plane kind of thing, yeah. And and so it handle the handling is actually really tight on that, um. And then you can just being able to traverse the world in the air was so great because it's such a large world and the verticality of this world is so spectacular because you could go really freaking high and of course Chief can drop and doesn't get hurt so. There's yeah. no penalty for jumping out of the out of the whatever vehicle from like a thousand feet in the air. Um, so the verticality of this world is great. But 
One one more thing I want to talk about with look and feel, because obviously it's a beautiful game. Um, the details are great. I'm looking at just a, a video right now of someone just panning across the world, and it just looks very cool. The thing I want to talk about is the weapon feel in this game. What did you guys think about the weapon feel? Like every other Halo game, so the human weapons for me felt amazing. They were fun to use. Uh, they look cool. <laughs> the alien weapons were okay, but they were obnoxious, and they were always a, whenever my human weapons are gone, I'll yeah. go with Covenant weapons. And then the Forerunner weapons are just weird, and I hate them. <laughs> or whatever I... that third ammo type was. Like There was uh, one that yeah. I liked, but there's just so much splash damage with those things, and Sometimes something looks like it's going to blow up the earth, but it like sends out a Derringer pebble at somebody. <laughs> like it's just, I yeah, I hated those. I I just feel you know what to expect more from the human weapons in, like I, like the sniper rifle, you know what you're getting out of it, and yeah. then the assault rifle, you know what you're getting out of it. You know, I can so, see that. Yeah, I really enjoy the the only plasma weapons that I really like are the rifle style ones. Like, yeah. They, oh, they, yeah. You, you can actually like feel like they do the damage that you want them to do. The carbine and the sniper are my only two alien weapons that I was like okay with. Like if I yeah. got one, I was just like okay, I'll take this. I, I liked the carbine a lot. I found myself using that a lot, especially um, you know it's really the the kind of the way Halo games are designed is. Plasma weapons take out shields really well. Yeah. Human weapons take out enemy, uh, like, flesh really well. Like, yeah. they do flesh damage really well. So I would often, I mean, I would play, typically, once I got my loadouts the way I wanted, I would I would go get up a battle rifle and then have, like, a shotgun or, or, or a cinder shot or something like that as my second weapon. Because then I'd have a, a mid to short range weapon. Uh, and then I would have a close range, you know, bruiser weapon for when the brutes got in close. Or something like that. Yeah, the the early part of this game was a struggle from like a weapon standpoint for me to let things go Beca because there's so yeah. many weapons lying all over the place. And you yeah. kind of just have to throw throw your gun, you know, once you're out of ammo and grab another one. And But there's also it, a lot of ammo caches around too. So if yeah, you, once yeah. you kind of get the lay of the land, you can sandbag your gun if you yeah. are careful or if you avoid combat if you don't need to engage in it and then you can, you know, go take out one of the compounds and then just refill your ammo there. I'm, well, yeah, I'm a yeah, if you had the fobs, you could get what I mean, yeah. unless it was plasma weapons or hard light weapons or whatever, you could pretty much get whatever you wanted and every time. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I would you, I would want it there. But since with you can find weapons all over the place, you know, I, yeah. I feel like you want to spend maybe your valor points more on like vehicles, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh so I didn't correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I misunderstood this, but I don't think the valor points matter except for unlocking them. Do they? So oh, they, okay. they just matter for so. unlocking and then you have skill points I see. That you can go in. Yeah. So you can like level up your grapple or level up your shield or level up stuff like that. But the valor points just automatically gave you the thing once you hit that milestone. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was the biggest thing. So because I it, the game doesn't make that incredibly clear. If you get enough valor points to get a wasp, which I think is the last thing to unlock, the last human vehicle, you can get as many wasps as you want. You so, just yeah. can't you, you just can't get to it until you've done enough optional stuff in the campaign. 
And that that kind of gets to the the point of this game is the open world quote unquote portion of it is for getting your arsenal ready, and then you get to the pretty much funnel part of it, and you just get kind of shot through it. So one one thing before we jump into the story and ga- gameplay piece, um, one more thing I want to say about weapon feel. I don't know if you guys felt this way or not, but I thought like the especially the human weapons felt so tight and good firing mm-hmm. them. Um, I had a lot of satisfaction using the battle rifle just for tactile feel um, because you got a nice rumble when you when you fire, but then you get a nice tactile feel and sound whenever you take out an enemy you know when it gives you a little x that you've taken out the enemy you get a nice little tight rumble with it and and clip sound and i thought that was very satisfying with halo games and this one was a little bit better with the human weapons too i hate aiming in halo games i hate that heads up display that they have i think it's a freaking cop out like oh really show the freaking barrel of the gun i don't care if it's an alien gun or not like i and i i get going like if it's a super future advanced weapon you know it might be like cued into the hud in your helmet so it might not look like you're aiming down it but it's just i don't like it I don't like aiming in Halo. It's it's weird. And One once I of, once I got that out of my system, like the the urge to aim and just you know hit fired, it was fine. Um, and there's some situations where aiming, you know, you have to, and it and it adds extra damage. But like, yeah, I I hate aiming in Halo games. That's especially with with uh, alien weapons. Really? The reticle is just so weird. I, I never really thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Like a more modern shooter tends to aim straight down the barrel of the gun, whereas Halo kind of it just takes changes the screen. School. It just yeah. changes the screen and changes the reticle. That's all it does. Yeah, Halo, that's a little more of an old school thing that Halo maintains. Snipers Personally, need to I be able to zoom it. their scopes in this. Yeah. Like just little quality of life things like that are freaking irritating. One thing, though, that, or you be know, able to I guess to, for to maybe just throw a little pushback on that, too, Jared, is some of the guns in this game are freaking massive, and they take up, like, half the viewing screen when you're holding them. Well, I'm talking even, like, the carbine or yeah. the needler. The needler's not that big, or the right. little alien pistol. That's not that big, except it just makes a big green screen with a weird reticle on it, like... I'm not talking about the rocket launchers. That makes yeah. sense. It's the, the rockets. I mean, maybe another, maybe I'm biased because I just like using the rockets to just blow the shit out of uh, <laughs> some people. It's got it's fun to me. It's like oh, one shot. Hey, he's like. Rah. But yeah, I'm I was always like I was always like battle rifle sniper, or like battle rifle, and then that other more long range single fire rifle, like that squad rifle or whatnot. But yeah, those are what I tried to stick with. The Magnum in this game. I didn't use it as much, and I, mostly because um, if you play the original Halo, that Magnum pistol is the best ga- best gun in the game. It's nice because someone used it. Oh yeah, they, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's funny because it's the gun that everybody gets rid of because they don't realize, hey, this is this pistol is amazing. No, you know, it's trying to get super efficient and in, in infinite. Is it really? My, my only issue with it was ammo because you don't have that much of it. But like, if it had more ammo, I would have walked around with it because you can clear most things out in two hits with it, depending on where you get them. I, that's another thing that was really well done in this game is loca- localized uh, firing. 
which makes me excited for the new Dead Space. Oh, but yeah. like where you hit enemies really makes a big difference. Like if you hit oh. a guy in the leg, you see them recoil on the leg. You hit a grunt in their little environmental suit thing on their back, it explodes. It's so cool. You hit a, you can take a brute out in one hit. It usually takes like a whole clip if you hit them in the body. But if elites, you hit them in the head, if you if you sneak up on elites, they don't have their shields on. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, That's... you roll roll up on them and you see them turn it on. So if you can snipe them, you can get them in one pop. But you yeah. obviously reveal yourself where you are. But yeah, so that that was very cool. Little little details like that are very neat in this game, and it's something that a lot of games don't have. And I imagine among just cleanup, that's probably details that they spent that extra year working on. You know, maybe they had those in there and then they did more detail things, but that extra year really allowed the combination of, I suspect, the high-quality graphics and all these little fine-tuning details that, you know, a lot of games don't have. Right. Um, so, gunplay was good. It was really good. Um, I like the feel of the guns. You know, you say you don't... The aiming is different. It's kind of weird. And I'm looking at, like, a rifle right now, or the assault rifle right now. It's like, you can't... There's no way you could aim down the scope on that one. There's not even a... Or aim down the barrel on that one. There's not even you know, your... your um, the little metal aim sights aren't even Iron on set. Yeah, there's no iron sight. Kind of weird, actually, if you think about it. Um, so let's jump into the world the story and the gameplay from a story and and campaign experience piece where do you guys what are your thoughts on that uh i mean the story was me well i i feel like um a lot of the overworld things that you're doing in the uh zeta halo Uh ring get very repetitive Yep. Like the bases, it's all the fobs that you go to. It's like it's just go kill all the kill all the uh, whatchamacallits. I'm blanking on I apologize. <laughs> the the banished. The banished, sorry. Yeah. But you know, it's all uh that that's my big gripe. And also, yeah. I mean going with that in the Zeta ring, I don't know if it's just by design, but there's not a whole lot of you know, terrain variety. It's all trees, rocks, trees, yeah. rocks. And every now and then you have a cool little like pillars area, but that's about yeah. But when you look at some of the what the, some of the maps they have on like the multiplayer, there's variety, and I'm like, why wasn't that you know introduced at least in some capacity in the campaign? I, I Even if that's... you're like thrown into like a virtual world for yeah. an instance, you have to yeah, like just to break it up a little bit. I think that's a, a good observation, too, is the variety in the maps. Like, if you think about the original Halo, there were night locations, there were there were uh, open wooded areas, there were uh, there were swamp areas, there was a, a, a snow icy area, there were some indoor areas. There's a lot more variety, and they didn't really do that in this game. I think, and I, I, I had to kind of think hard about why I really don't find Halo incredibly interesting in terms of other sci-fi IPs and I feel for me 
that halo it's just general sci-fi like there's no like star wars has a western spin to it you know what i mean like there's no other theme and it's just it's advanced super aliens and everything's super clean and polished and it's just it's 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 just not that the world once you are spend five hours in it to me it's just like eh. you know like it even once you leave the open world and you go into like the the facilities it they all look the same like yeah. that's my problem it's with these games boilerplate it's you know uh futuristic laboratory glossy crummy kind of, yeah you have your cool military facilities um yeah. and it's all it all looks very pretty it's all very well yeah. done I do not want to diminish the work that went into this game because a sure. ton of work went into this game, but it's just the the Halo in general. And I think that's why I like three so much is because there was so much variety in that game. Mm-hmm. You were all over the freaking galaxy yeah. in three. And um but yeah, every, every it's kind every, of a side effect of being on one locate or one even location, like Reach. Right? I loved Reach and I liked yeah. ODST because they were so different. And all the other ones are just, they're the same. It's repetitive. Um, enemies are the same. Uh, it's just, yeah. I I don't, I, I guess I, I can definitely see what you're talking about. You know, the, I, I think that is a struggle. And I, I kind of wonder if part of that is sort of going to put more variety in a DLC or something. I'm, I'm not sure why there wasn't more variety in the map especially because of how large it was. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I could I could see, like, in a DLC, oh, hey, Echo 216, let's fly over to this area where right. the Banished have set up a new base and we got to do some different things, and here's a new little five-hour story, and now we're in a icy, watery area. Okay. Well, so correct correct me if I'm wrong, but what are there, there are seven rings, is that right? Or are there more? There's, no there's a lot of rings. Okay. Um, I mean, is... with Infinite, there's potential, like, that. this could be, like, the last Halo game that they're going to keep adding stuff, as you mentioned. I assume they'll add more rings to go to, right? I, I, that that would be cool. Environments, that might be interesting. I like you're kind of talking about. It's kind of cool to have different rings, but, I mean, we've been on different rings and multiple games, and the rings are basically the same thing same thing variations of the same thing they are these giant terraformed you know kind of they're kind of like colony-esque things you might think about in other other games or sci-fi so they really could have a variety of weather and location on one ring i mean we were on one island on this whole giant ring so you don't even have to leave the ring and you could have a lot of variety but I wouldn't. So the Halo, to... I just want to chime in. The Halo array is a network of seven ring-shaped artificial worlds. So apparently the Forerunners have created seven Halo rings. So there's some confusion in that. For me, I, I don't know. I'm not the best with the, the lore because I, I realize as I, I've read the books. I watched, I played most of the games. I watched a video recapping it and still some of the stuff I didn't quite understand but there's oh an area outside of um the solar or the galaxy where they're creating new ring yeah and so the i i guess i don't understand if there's more than if there's just the original set of rings or if there's more or if these are just the ones discovered or what's going on here so speaking of the uh, forerunners 
at one point, but some of them have been destroyed. Yeah, so multiple. I was gonna Go say, ahead. what'd you guys think of? Well, Josh, I don't think you got there, but what'd you think of the the new next ancient evil to fight? I so that's this is where the game kind of lost a little bit for me. Is I don't really care about was the Harbinger. Um, yeah, the Harbinger. I would have been fine with just fighting the the Banished the whole time, dealing with uh, what's his name? S. Uh, uh, um, what what's the big the the brute's name? Atriox. A- no, not Atriox. The the guy. The guy. Oh, his that, his other guy. Yeah, the guy. Oh, uh, something with an E. I can't think of how you what what it is right now. Yeah, I, I'll tell you here in a sec. Um, but, um, but you know, I would have been fine with that being the the fight that you ended things with you fight him and and uh you know that was the big bad for this game and then maybe you do something later i just i i think they're trying to keep alive the whole um bigger global thing going on kind of meta meta eshram yeah that's right yeah i would have been fine if he was the big bad in this one um because i i mean i i think it's really cool that they've kind of delved into the forerunner stuff and all this stuff i don't even think she's a i'm talking about those things before the forerunners that she's trying to unlock yeah i forget what she called them like the the, the forgotten or the the cursed or whatever but i just i it it, for me it's just like really are you just gonna keep digging up old ancient civilizations like they have to look somewhere else for i mean like yeah it's just it's, it's just the same thing again Especially because I thought the banished were a good way to reset the status quo so that it was like you're fighting the covenant all over again, right? Yeah. You have all the covenant races under one umbrella. They're, they hate the humans for some reason. And now you're basically back to Halo 1 square one. But this, I hope this is something this like this is such a threat that you have to get with the banished and get with the covenant and get with, you know, all the forerunners yeah. even that still exists. Like, if that's where they go with this and the new evil is that bad, yeah, then I'm I'm for it. But if you're still fighting through Covenant and still fighting through Banished, still fighting through Forerunners while still trying to get to the other evil, it's just like, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, it's just, yeah. Well, one of my biggest gripes with the story is it just, it, it, it ends kind of flat. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, there's no real, like, it, it it does get kind of big and bad and like there's this you know big fight at the end and then all of a sudden it's like all right we're not done yet we got we got to go do more i'm like okay well that's cool but you could and i know they're trying to set it up so the dlcs and the next games and all this stuff but i i feel like in the other halo games at least it felt like something was completed and this one it just felt like there's so or much more like what they should have done cuz i always felt like i was chasing the narrative in this game like, I'm always like, okay, I'm I'm about to get to the point where I am sucked in. And I never got there. And I think, like, if they <laughs> yeah, would have, if they would, and I was always just there. Like, you know, uh, you know, like, touch touch the, the coat and just barely brushed it. But, like. And then chasing the dragon. Yeah, like, but <laughs> if, if they would have, at the end, ended it with the things coming to life, the new ancient evil and teasing that or hearing that it or cool. something instead of just showing their plates with their outlines on it and like, okay guys do what you want with that. But like, I just feel like they were giving you really, really like the sense of foods that smell delicious and you're starving and they never give you the freaking food. 
They mm-hmm. teased a little bit too much, right? They throw celery a at you. A little bit too much. The They're like, here you go. Well, that, what's yeah, celery without the buffalo wings? But it was a tease to me, though. And I and, feel and, like this game felt like a giant 10-hour demo. So, and another thing that I, I, I both like and I struggle with a little bit in this game with the story is I, again, someone who has played 95% of Halo out there, read the books. I never played Halo Wars, so I get that I'm missing that. The game starts, and I have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> right. And so I'm like, okay, I just got to... I just got to and and that's OK. There's not not necessarily a bad thing. That's a choice. But it's like the game starts. I remember I'm like back at Halo five. I remember kind, kind of what happened. And then Halo essentially six happens and it doesn't pick up from Halo five. It's this new yeah. all Master this Chief's other stuff. Zombie or whatever. Basically, <laughs> and, you know, I knew Cortana had gone rampant at one point, but it's not even just Cortana's gone rampant. She's tried to destroy the world. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, she went cray cray. Um, she went she went off the deep end. I'm like, really? This is crazy. So here's here's something that as far as gameplay that drove me absolutely bonkers in this. I never felt that the like the balance of bosses was horrible, horrible. And whenever you get into a sticky situation towards the end of the game, I feel like you're always fighting for survival. It doesn't matter. And maybe that's the point, but I never felt like, I felt like I was always running. I was always trying to grapple to get away from something. When Um, in doubt, you got to grab those crates and just chuck them. Oh, well, and I know that, but like, (laughs) I, I feel like it was hard to get a good battle strategy going in this. Right. Uh, Like and a lot of times too, especially in the second part of the game, when you're not in the open world anymore, they kind of just shove you in a room with 40 enemies and they're like, good luck. And, <laughs> and the last guy is just a freaking bullet sponge. And it's like, come oh yeah. on. Um, I remember when you're saving the pilot, uh, spoilers, folks. But when you're in that room fighting that guy, that might have been Eshram. Uh, Eshram. But yeah, he was horrible. He yeah. was a horrible boss. I actually don't mind him so much, but I really hated the fight with the Harbinger. Because that that whole fight, it wasn't even the fight with the Harbinger that was so bad. It was the stupid brute with the grab hammer that came out in the yeah. middle of the fight. <laughs> those that guys that I hate, those annoyed guys. Me. Like, oh my god! And he just, had all the you just yeah. storm into a situation, and you see them like, and you're like, <laughs> he didn't just have armor. He had all the armor, man. He yeah, was they fucking are loaded down. They hit you once, and like half your life or more is. On. And then I'd have those stupid flying around things that were hitting. Me. I mean, those things I, I actually, are annoying. I, okay. Those were so fun to pick off. Like if you oh, had yeah, a sniper yeah, yeah. rifle and you could just. Boop, 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 I had no really problem fun. fighting them. But when you have a bunch of those flying around and this guy just hit you with a hammer oh, yeah. and there's like three brutes coming out. I'm like, OK, or and there's like not brutes, three elites coming after you. I'm like, OK, come on, man. <laughs> well, or those but, or, or the, the triplets that would run at you screaming. I hated those dudes. And, and, then, and like the first time, because they're not in any other Halo games, the first time they come after you, they wreck you. Yeah. Because you're not expecting them to just mob you like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those uh, the brutes, the, the like, they're the like, um, berserk brutes kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's always like two or three of them that just, just storm you. I, I really, you know, talking about, I so I really didn't like the fight with Harbinger. And, and part of that too is because she used that stupid like, attack that if you were in a bad position it just killed you and then you had to do that whole little fight again and it was oh, really yeah. annoying. Yeah. But I actually really liked 
the scenes when you were when you were going to save the pilot and Eshram showed you how they were so good at fighting humans and they had all these like camp these like battle sequence areas, practice battle areas set up. And so you just had to sit there and survive wave after wave. Yeah. That was really cool to me. And I could see like a whole gameplay based off of that would be really fun. Kind of like in um Breach. Oh yeah. Where at the end you had to just survive wave after wave of So basically like a zombies sort of strategy. Afford, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mode. yeah. 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 Horde mode. I, That's really or I think or I think that. Gears does one. I think it's Hive Busters, I think is what it is. I think it's really similar to that as well. I thought that was really fun and I could see a lot more of that in a different gameplay mode. And I really like that a whole area. You know, you go in, you know, you learn that um, the pilot's been captured. You see the, you see like, uh, you hear like the, the his little vidcom thing, talking with his child and his wife, and you know, it's it's really sad. You know, you find out that his his family is dead. He's lost out in the middle of nowhere, trying to survive. Thinks he's gonna die. He meets his savior basically because the master chief isn't just a spartan he's a legend of even among spartans yeah and you know he keeps getting thrown back into shit right yeah so, well it's at the behest of one master chief yeah he's like <laughs> i i will fight. say like i i do Come on, master love, chief. i love Keith's personality or lack of like i just love his character and I can't think of any lines in this one particularly. I know there were at, at least like 10 of them where I chuckled because of how Chief delivered it. But right. Um, but the one that I think of all the time was in Halo 3 when the flood gets Cortana and you have to get into their base and get her. And then when you finally find her in the center platform, which I guess in the Halo world, everything's on a center platform in a yeah. giant atrium. But uh, she like Sometimes comes up. Sometimes a silent atrium. And she's like, you know, thank you, Chief. I can't believe you got here. How are we going to get out of this? He goes, you know, figured my, I'd shoot my way out. Change it up a bit. Like, just <laughs> in his Chief voice. And it's just like, I love you. What? He, he's like, Chief, you've only got one bullet. It's enough. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I really like that. His yeah, I love that. His personality is incredible. I, I like John. I like 117. I think he's great. I, You know, it kind of, one thing... And this is me being, I guess, a uh, purist. And as they kind of build on, these things change. But the the original story of Halo is that he is the last Spartan of this super dominant, like, Earth's last hope because they did some shitty things and created a super soldier, basically. And there's nothing else out there like him. And then we learn, wait a minute, there's... There's the Spartan 4s, too. There's a whole... There's the Spartan 3s, and then there's the Spartan 4s. There's these whole extra group of Spartans. So it kind of makes it be... And this is part of the reason I didn't play Halo Wars, is because now there's all these other Spartans. And I know I need to get over this, but it's like it kind of loses a little bit of the specialness of having the Master Chief there, I feel like. Yes and no, because I think he still has enough mystery surrounding him to where like all the other Spartans you meet um, that actually are significant to the Halo story. I'm thinking of the guys from Halo 5, like the former ODSTs and Locke. Locke like they yeah. take their helmets off. They, they're they smaller. Um, they're, well, they're obviously not well as trained, but I know they're awesome, but in more advanced. They're, they're normal humans 
that are just badass. They're like Navy, extreme Navy SEALs, right? So they didn't they, they didn't had, augment them at all. The new I don't stuff? know if they augmented them at all, but they weren't stolen as children. Oh yeah, and, and that's the thing. They, it, was you know? it was voluntary, and they picked them out of of well, like uh, Nathan Fillion's character. He was an ODST that survived a ridiculous battle. Um, yeah, and and they chose him, and that made sense. But Chief is still he's still mysterious, and yeah, and Halo One camera shifts as he takes his helmet off and what is it halo 4 he gets his armor stripped off at the <laughs> very end but you can see it Excuse me. um but you still have that mystery and i hope they keep that mystery surrounding him i hope they never make any like prequel shows where they show him as a kid i hope they just leave him as the big green murder machine that he is <laughs> i i think i think if they ever do have him with the armor off i think that has to be the end Right. He has to kill. Uh, he has. He sacrifices himself. And that's got to just be. Yeah. It, or he's done. You know, we're just done with Master Chief at that point, which I don't see that happening. But if he ever dies, he needs to die. I think without his armor because he spends so much time in it, and I think that his ultimate thing would be doing it without it. How about that armor smells Master bad, dude. I, I think know, right? about that all the time. He's in it always. It's got. He probably doesn't sweat though, because it's an environmental suit. So it's probably like a balmy seventy-two degrees, like all the time. <laughs> it's it's just perfect, you know. Oh, but he's, he's, he's running freak, around. Though. He has it at I like know. thirty-two degrees. Yeah. Um. What'd you Fair. guys Heart think of? Probably forty. What'd you guys think of? <laughs> what'd you guys think of the weapon? Uh, I liked I her a there's lot. A, and... There's a good back and forth between. Uh, her, She's got I guess, fun. or she, they, and um, Master Chief. I, I enjoyed their dynamic, um, and I felt that the relationship between Cortana and Chief got really weird for obvious reasons. I guess when you have a degrading AI that's trying to destroy the galaxy, you know, that's going to yeah. kind of ruin your relationship. But um, I really enjoyed the discovery of weapon I, I like that realization of, of what they are you know yeah and and realizing going from incredibly hurt that chief can't trust trust her and then to realizing that oh my goodness you know he needs to get rid of me yeah. to to realizing that she belongs there like i really just enjoy that camaraderie i enjoyed it with cortana and i'm really looking forward to seeing where this relationship between weapon and chief goes I thought that was a really cool way to kind of reset again and you know because make it again feel like halo like the original halo well we can't just bring cortana back because it's got a lot of baggage with it yeah okay we can't just bring her back but we can have the memory of her and i thought that was really neat and the haunting. echoes were cool yeah. yeah and then well we have this ai that looks a whole lot like cortana and is just a copy of her before she ever met chief so, you know, it's basically Cortana from Halo 1. Like, okay. But what I, what I love about bit. it, too, is you learn that she feels horribly responsible for all this because he didn't do what he was supposed to do, and he let yeah. his emotion and his friendship get in the way, which you also don't realize that with Chief and Cortana. Like, she's all he has. She's all he trusts. And, right. and the fact that he made it he's the super soldier that does everything right and the one thing that he didn't do right damn near destroyed everything and well, it's that, not that even is just so that cool. he like, thinks 
he he's you know he it's deeper than that though too he's like i could have stopped cortana like i could have talked to her i could have talked her out of it right he's got this relationship with her and he might have been able to because cortana even in rampant stage has this special connection with john with the master chief i mean she's the only one pretty much who calls him john he calls him well, by his human echoes, name. She realized, or in the memories you saw at the end, you re- she realized that she messed up too. Yeah. And she she tried to fix it. So I mean, yeah, she went a little uh, Mussolini there for a little bit, but <laughs> she's very human, Cortana. Yeah. And I think that that's the point. Yeah. I and Chief that actually really- isn't human. Like Chief is very robotic. Yeah. Chief is is um he's cold even when he's being funny. It doesn't. It sounds like he's being serious and. Cortana's the only she's like the human she's chief's humanity is what she it's, is it, yeah it's interesting juxtaposition right because yeah he's supposed to be the human but he's the more cal- callous robotic and he's um, so desperate logical. for that AI too like he's yeah. so like he needs it and it's so weird for somebody so capable and like I really hope they go into his psychology a little bit more not showing who he is but like what what's with that what's driving him what's the dependency yeah. For that AI and no. for that companion with you like that. It might be the fact that he never knew his parents. <laughs> it might be the fact that, you know, he was stolen as a child. It might be the fact that he lost, you know, pretty much every team he's ever been with has all died. There's, there's a lot of things that could drive someone to be like, you know what? I could use somebody that I can kind of rely on <laughs> mentally. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I really liked Weapon the weapon i thought it was really cool i was annoyed that you had to call her the weapon the whole time hmm. and then they finally are like would it be okay if i name myself like i think so okay and then they're about to give the name and then blank yeah. what you knew it was going there though what what do you think cortana so, I, she's cortana like she's she realized she's cortana and i think no. in her her machine logic that i think she's gonna be cortana it's going to be Cortana. Cortana. It's Cortana. <laughs> Cortana Lina. It's, it's spelled the same way, but like, you know, in Spanish, it's got the, it's got the, the, the line over the in. Oh, the, 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 the tilde. Yeah. It's, it's spelled the same way as Cortana, but it, it's pronounced Cortana. What if we put an umlaut over the O? Or, or <laughs> it's, she, she's Ortana and the C is silent. Yeah, maybe. So I I, I kind of because that's where I thought it was going to is okay she's gonna be Cortana, but there's a lot of speculation I've heard um, in other podcasts and talks about it that no I actually think he's she's asking would it be okay if I name myself like Cortana did and I give myself a name like I don't know I feel like they're really driving home that they want this to be a reset so the, here's Cortana too basically yeah. that's yeah, that's, that's what I felt. Um, last thing before we jump in our final thought of the game as a whole, what did you think about, uh, Echo 216, the pilot? I forget what his actual name was. He gives it to us at the very end. He got old. Yeah, I was about to say, I enjoyed him at the start of the game, but, uh, it was very, very one dimensional for the most Mm -hmm. part of the game. It was just, oh, I don't want to be here. I want to, it was just like. Oh, yeah, we get it, man. Like, where's the character <laughs> growth, got development? It, like, you're, you're here. 
You're no, here. You're There's nothing here. you can do about it. Master right. Chief isn't letting you go away unless he kills you. Well, and if we leave, we're dead anyway. So yeah. suck it up, Buttercup. Right. Yeah. Like it's well, and then like I understand. Um, I understand at the end he had some growth and progression to go through too, and he has yeah. a new family as well. I I get that. I get that, folks. I get that. But his eagerness to do stuff at the very end of the game is obnoxious as well. Because at the end of the game, he's like, yeah, let's go kick some ass, Chief. It's like, come on, man. Just, just, like, you're either hot or cold. Just find that medium and <laughs> stay there. That's his personality, like, man. He's either all in or he's all out. <laughs> like, come on. I, I on the spectrum for sure. <laughs> I feel the same way about him. Like, I thought his reluctance and hesitance and his personality at the very beginning was excellent. His play with Chief was great. And then, you know, like, okay, I spend 20 hours just explore more, exploring this world, doing the fobs, finding the different thing, whatever. And it just every time it's kind of the same little things. And so the story elements with him are okay. Um, overall, I think the beginning is really good and the end is really good, but it's like kind of that stuff in the middle is where he's lacking. I think he could have, there was a, there was a chance for him in this game to do something like sacrifice himself for chief. Like if all things were lost and the one man that could possibly save the galaxy was going to fail this little, this little guy who's not even where he's supposed to be. He stole, you know, he stole it. Um, I mean, he did. If he, if, he, he remembers it that way, but I mean, the ship if, was going down. He's an engineer. It's not like he was just some random dude. Like, but, a yeah, but he's could, he's not like a pilot. Like, you're right. Thought and how he led him to believe. And I think if he were the one to actually be the reason that humanity was saved after being the person saying like, there's absolutely no hope. If he would have stepped up and he would have been given that opportunity, I think that could have turned him around for me. But like now in the next one, he, he is what he is. Like, you can't say. Like he's there. Hopefully he's not annoying. Um, and I, hopefully, hopefully they make him more, more dimension, multi-dimensional. I, I yes. want to see him 3D, right? I want to see the extra dimensions of this guy because it, it had touches on it. Like knowing his family died. Yeah. And you know that touch really was a heart-wrenching moment. And like you figure that, I'm like, okay. And loving that, like, chief and the weapon were so like. You know, headstrong. Um, we got us. We're going to save. Like, he and he's why, the why first he, human that I can think of that Chief's been like that fond of, or that felt that responsible. You know, for. Th there and were granted, some, he's you know, kind of helpless, and you haven't been around too many helpless humans in this game, but or in true. these games. But I, he, he doesn't connect to other humans like he did. It, it's some, you know, drawing the comparisons to Halo One because I know that's what they want you to do. It's somewhat reminiscent of trying to go save Keith, right? You try yeah, to go yeah, yeah. save Captain Keys. He's in the, and you save the other prisoners on the, on the ship, the truth and reconciliation, I believe. But you find later, you find out that keys has been turned into the flood and you can't save him, but you do save echo two, one, six. You can save him and you do, you know, that's kind of cool. And, and how, you know, the last thing I'll say is about the characters, too, is it's kind of interesting, you know, seeing the Master Chief relate to Escher as yeah. a soldier. Like, he's a soldier, and, and so I respect that. I can relate to that. I'll tell you what, I'm excited for the show on Paramount Plus. Just saying.
I'm annoyed that it's on Paramount Plus, but I am. It costs like two ninety nine. I know, but I'm. It's a. It's and you get South Park stuff. Suck it up. I know. And SpongeBob. And SpongeBob. I don't want to pay for every channel. I just want. <laughs> I just want a Netflix that has everything. Damn it. Like, I might as well just have cable now. I know. That's my thought. But anywho. All right. What are your What are your last like short elevator thoughts on this game? This is a super, super, super solid game, but for me, it's more Halo, and I was very, like, I, I got into the world, and I was like, what do I do? Like you said, Alex, and I was I spent a lot of time hooving it across the world until I got used to the grapple, and then once I kind of got used to the grapple and the open world, quote-unquote, and going through the fobs and saving the squads and all that stuff, I was really enjoying the game, and I was hoping that it would all be up there on that open world and you're using all these cool traversal skills in the open world you know to to get better at the game but then the game completely switches gears once you start destroying those those things that remake the the material for the halo and it makes it like linear to me and and it just kind of shoots you through and i just i that change of pace after i spent all this time reprogramming my brain to do open world halo stuff to go back to normal Halo stuff, it it really was jarring to me and 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 disappointing to me, and I felt like, um, I I, I felt like there could have been a lot more to the game, or how it was, they could have just made it linear the entire way, and it would have been fine. I just I just don't feel like the open world. It, they just did it just to say that it's an open world game because that's trendy, and then the meat and potatoes of this game. Most of the story of this game is in this, the linear portion. So like the, the overall game, all the expositions through data pads and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. you finally get the good cut scenes and in, in the story once you are done with the open. So I don't, I just, it was, there was a lot of expectation shifting in this game for me. And um, again, it's super solid. I loved it. It was smooth. There were no glitches for me. Um, traversal in the open portion of it was incredibly fun. Um, it's just, it's just more Halo. I'd rather, if I'm going to play a shooter, I'm going to play something else. When you say, excuse me, when you say like open world expectations, are you thinking like traditional tropes, like, uh, the kind of side questy things? Like, were you expecting that? Yeah. And, and like, even with the squads, I was expecting more just a little bit more effort with them but all it was yeah. was oh these little guys are in a skirmish over here and if you go turn the tide then you know you get some points for it and like yeah it, it's like you don't see that squad anymore once they're done following you either like and yeah. it was fun too like i really enjoyed going and saving a squad and then slowly making my way to another squad with that squad and then saving that squad and then like having a little army i was yeah. doing that for a little bit to amuse myself but like it's just I, there's just not a whole lot to it, and that's what I meant by open world tropes okay. is having stuff to do. See, I'm I think, glad they didn't have a lot of those open world tropes because I have some open world fatigue from games like Assassin's Creed and stuff that do too much. Um, but I do think that it could be more like side story stuff. I think there were ways that you know with the open world. Um, they could have, I don't, I don't know if humanize is the right word, but, you know, kind of show a little bit more 
involvement of Master Chief with the world that he's in <clears throat> and in more ways than just, you know, a a human wrecking ball. You know? You know what I mean? Oh, he is, though. But I think I think there are ways to do that tastefully. And I feel like they missed an opportunity. And that's not a huge deal. But um, I think other than that, the, you know, the callbacks to prior, you know, Halo abilities and things you can get, you know, the grapple hook is new. But they you also have the ability to get more abilities, like the X-ray thing. I forget what it was called. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Where you can, like, the, see. Yeah, the, the radar ability. Yeah, the radar, called. yeah. I mean, that stuff is a, a welcome, you know, uh, I guess, growth within the strategy and combat style within this game. It kind of helps you play differently and, you know, kind of have a little bit more understanding of what's happening around you. But, um, you know, is in my opinion, is this like a, a game of the year candidate? I don't know. I think it might be a I think it might be a uh a shooter, like a best shooter of the year. I think that's probably going to be what uh, Halo Infinite is. But I don't, I don't know if I would put it in the game of the year category. Like maybe a lot of people were hyping it up to be. But it's a, it's a great game. I'm not trying to detract from that, but I think they're just. I it, it leaves you as Jared kind of talks about with the story. It leaves you, you know, wanting for more. My my thing with open world shooters for me, like why I like the games I like from them is it invites you to, yes, it's a first person shooter, but you put your gameplay into it. Like how I play a Far Cry game is probably completely different how you would play a Far Cry. Or like Cyberpunk for all its flaws. There's a billion and one ways to accomplish your goals in that game. Right. Like you can like you can go in guns blazing, you can hack through, you can like there's a million ways to do it. And this it just depends on your loadout, how you go into something, which I guess that's everything. But you have to fight like Halo. Um, and that 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 it just doesn't offer the options that I look for in open world games is my thing. I uh, so I love this game. Um, I don't think it's a perfect game. Um, by by far, you know, we've pointed out multiple things that it definitely could improve on. I think it's a really good game that 343 was able to come up with. I'm happy for them, and I'm happy for the Halo franchise. It, I think this definitely means we're, it's solid, and we're going to keep seeing more. Yeah. But mm-hmm. It's a solid addition that is deserving of the, the, the title Halo. Um, the story was good. I enjoyed the story. I like the callbacks. I thought it did a really good job of making you feel like it was Halo again, you know, kind of going back to the original Halo. And, and with, you know, with WoW still updating it, upgrading it, and making it feel more like a modern shooter, I, just like both of you, feel like there there's some missed opportunities there to really make the world feel a little more lived in, mm-hmm. a little more like you are impacting the world a little bit more and to add a little bit more continuity in the story overall. And I think the end, the game kind of ends a little bit on a flat note. Like there, there could have been a way if you're, they're kind of, I know they're trying to leave it open for more, but they could have left it open for more and still made it 
feel um, more complete or more meaningful in the end. The end doesn't really have a whole lot of meaning, I feel like. I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel as big and complete as the other Halos do. Even, even when it's Halo very 2 open-ended a... without an exclamation. Like, yeah, if you leave yeah. something open-ended like that, you have to make people salivate for the next one. And I just that, don't feel like they did it with this. I think that's what I'm trying to say. It just doesn't. But the gameplay, the mechanics, I love it. The the look, the feel is amazing. Um, the interactions between the characters is very good. You, you know, I, I it's a solid game all around. Great game. You know, it, hopefully it will continue to grow. I'm really disappointed that that co-op wasn't there because I think we could have had a lot of fun doing co-op. Yeah. Well, and when we when they have it's co-op, okay. is it is it planned to be more than two player? Would be like up to four? Is that I, I don't know. Would just be two, like the last. I would assume two. so. Okay, but if it is multiple, we should jump back in and do some stuff. Yeah, recap. That would be a lot of fun. Well, and you know, to the to the main point, you know, or I don't know if it's the main point, but you know, obviously the the big controversy before the game even came out was the year long delay. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm cool with that. Yeah, and you know, we I'm, saw, I'm, you know, Jared, you bring up Cyberpunk. You know, that was a was an issue with Cyberpunk. You know, they had the pressure from the fans to get the game out because it'd been in development and talked about for. What, they also like, teased eight, it twelve years. years ago. Yeah. And they did like yeah. they didn't even have a build. They 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 made a cutscene that looked really cool to a really cool song that had nothing yeah. going for it. <laughs> yeah. And then it, we'll get into Cyberpunk later this year, but like and then they yeah. started developing it as a third person game and then they just completely changed their mind in the middle of it. Yeah. So it it was a we'll we'll be able to do a very in-depth Cyberpunk show. Yeah. It's coming. Well, but oh. The the thing is though, you know, what I you know, other than, you know, probably the the graphics not looking maybe quite up to par. No, the graphics um, are beautiful. The detail looks beautiful. Well, I'm talking oh, about, talking when, about they Halo. Never mind. when yeah. they yeah when they delayed it. I think oh, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. big that was kind of like the big thing that people were complaining about was that it they didn't look Eshram, like a next looks, gen game. He looks, yeah, Eshram looked like a like a Craig. gorilla model, a hairless gorilla model from like <laughs> like Andros like, from yeah, Star Fox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he looked a little weird, but it was very similar. <laughs> it felt like the backlash to when people first saw Sonic from the Sonic movie. Yeah, they looked at it they're like, whoa, Except that was absolutely <laughs> haunting. That was atrocious. That original version of Sonic. It was pretty. Yeah, I don't know I, I definitely what we got with Halo was a lot better than what we saw in the original trailer. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't. I like didn't think the original test. trailer was that bad. I didn't either. I didn't like either. A, looked like a pre-alpha build. Like, yeah. But just, clearly you know, they spent an extra year on it. So they did a whole lot more than just little touch-ups yeah. yeah well and that's you know what i would be curious to see what what did it look like a year ago versus what it looks like now that's kind of what i'm wondering and i don't know if we'll ever get to see that you know within the next few years but at least publicly. i just i just like the fact that cyberpunk you know it, it changed how games are done and i'm happy microsoft did the responsible thing yeah. And didn't put out a, a subpar product. I'm glad other studios are saying we're delaying this game. It is what it is. It'll be done when it's done. Don't complain. Yeah. And I appreciate that because folks, it took, it or it not, took someone failing forward for games used to, to be ready to go yeah. when they released them. You didn't even have like a, like a, like a, like a day one patch. Like they were good to go. Yeah, That's that such was a Nintendo's mantra. Thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so, so frustrating that we moved into the like this game, the game on the disc isn't even playable. But here it is, and now you gotta also, get the whole game on a download for the patch because we couldn't actually get it finished. That's also a benefit, though, of having, you know, gaming in the internet age. You know, it, it allows you to do that. You know, you weren't really able to do that um, in, you weren't in the 90s and early true. 2000s. Well, you ended up with broken games like yeah. um, like uh, 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 E.T., <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's an awful, yeah. awful, terrible killed, game. Goes down the annals of. Killed of, Sega, pretty much, right? Or Atari? Uh, or who, it, was who Atari. Was it? it was Atari. It was Atari. Yeah, it killed Atari. That, that game, there's some nuance to that game, and we can do like a game history thing, but they're, 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 they 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 pretty much made that in like three months. Oh, I yeah. the, one guy, they, they had one guy coded it like in a. I, I, I'm going to be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure in like a Coke fueled frenzy. <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and they, because the studio was just like, we we want this now, now, what? now, yeah. Now. He had to like throw it out. <laughs> watch that explains why E.T. is always looking for uppers. Yeah, watch, That's um, why he watch, uh, so what is the... once he gets his coke, he talks normally. <laughs> What's the um, Netflix, um, the Netflix documentary uh, on video game industry? I is it uh, one up or something like that? Yeah, I think it's like one of Watch that. It's really good, and it talks about that a little bit. All right, but so anyway. we've gone well over time with Halo Infinite. So we're going to put a bow on this, and we're going to jump into just a quick, quick brief. What have you been playing? So just Well, I want to – maybe I'll make a, a transition here for Jared, okay. if that's all right, into what you've been playing. Oh, yeah, do it. Don't go too much so, into it. Remember, we'll I, do I it won't. next I, month. I'm going to – Right. <laughs> But so there's a, a common thread between how Master Chief is created and the main character uh, yeah. of the Dude, game. No, I, I thought about that. I think yeah. that's why I like him because I love Geralt and he yeah. and Master Chief are very similar guys. Similar yeah. right? Very similar guys. They're super stoic, but they have huge hearts and they are murder machines. Yeah. But they specifically how they're little, how they they're created too, you know? Yeah, they're, they have their they have their sidekick, yeah. They're taken. They're taken as children, and you know, basically, cut off from the world and put through the ringer and yeah. ungodly. Part of a small thing. group of 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 things that aren't really around anymore because they've been yeah. wiped out. Yeah, it's, it's so, that's a cool parallel. So, folks, for the listeners out there, we're talking about The Witcher, and that's what we're going to be playing through this next month is which The Witcher Two, and. Uh, we're inspired because of all the Witcher stuff going on right now. Uh, Jared's been playing The Witcher again. Josh has been playing The Witcher again. I've been watching uh, the Let's Play and the TV show. So we're going to jump in and just do a, so, um, a the solid Let's playthrough. Play. The Let's of, Play. Of, of three, two, one? No, I've been watching one because I never okay. finished one. Okay. But we're going to play through two again, and that's going to be our game for next month. So if you're interested, play along. Uh, get give give us your thoughts if you don't have it folks it's like three bucks on xbox yeah assassins of kings and it, it looks like you get for for the witcher 2 you get a super super solid 15 hour i think 15 to 20 hour experience it looks great for the era it's from and the storytelling in that world the nl world i or in shea world sorry 
Land of the Inche. It is it's incredible. It's so in depth, even in even in The Witcher Two. So I I highly recommend following along with us, especially with all the Witcher craze going on right now. Oh yeah, it's a very cool world. Um, and, the books and are read fantastic. The books. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm honestly enjoying The Witcher so much more now that I know the continuity of it, which I won't talk about right now. We'll save for next week. But after reading the books, watching the show and playing all the games, knowing how they all line up makes so much more sense. Well, knowing who the characters are, they name drop sorceresses and sorcerers and rulers and kings. And and it's just like, how do you keep up with all of it? And And the names are not like Bob and Joe and Steve. It's like, Hilkeford and well, and you, you have like you have like Frangilla and then you have Francesca, but they're both sorceresses. You know, it's just like yeah. man. Well, and then yeah, in, like it, the first one, you know, they even like talk about like Mousak at one point, and it's like, oh shoot, like I mean, don't yeah, talk about, but yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's and folks, I would suggest too if you've never gone into the world of the Witcher, definitely watch the show because that's probably going to be the easiest entry point into the beginning of the narrative granted they do take some liberties with the show for sure um good yeah liberties. very no it's, contra- it's a good well, adaptation, but like season two I, had a very controversial liberty yeah I, the I, main characters i was but yeah definitely at least go online go check out videos figure out who the characters are get just a little bit of backstories and then jump into it it's a lot of fun. and then join our discussion next and then month. join the discussion all right, and uh, anything else y'all have been playing other than Witcher-related stuff? Um, I mean, I'm still playing the show. Good. MLB. Still enjoying it? Yeah, it, it's so funny, too, because that game can be either just incredibly brutal or it's arcadey and just super easy, which is how I play it, because I'm not good at baseball games. <laughs> And so, like, I created my character in my second season. I made it to the bigs. I think I've cranked, like, 121 homers this season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, Ro- the, the Kansas City Royals, I think, have lost. Like, we're towards the end. I think we're, like, like 80 and 10. Like, it's stupid. But it's just fun. And, and uh, I think I have, like, a 70-game like a hitting streak or something like that. I think it's- that's... <laughs> such a good thing for the industry that that is now 70 game it's just it's just so satisfying what's your, like what's your batting average like 900 800 no no the highest my batting average has been was when i was in the minor leagues and it would it would hang around like a like a like a six four nine <laughs> I, and in the bigs i've like chilling at like a like a like a four nine to a five one ish you win so the triple it, crown every year it's stupid it's absolutely 100% stupid, but it's one of those things where you can like speed through the game to where your appearance comes in next. So you can play like a week. Oh, that's and nice. 20 minutes. And then you can go on with your day. NHL so. does that kind of stuff too, which I thought was really good. And you can you can sim the whole game and sit down and watch it if you want to watch computer game computer people baseball. play baseball, but yeah, you can just sim it to where like I'm an outfielder, so like yeah. If I'm in the outfield, I'll I'll pop up. Would have been nice to do that during the first part of the pandemic when right. they had the shortened baseball season. Right. Can't watch and it, so like, I'll just simulate what? it. Yeah. <laughs> you just yell at the TV about a simulated baseball game. What? It's, Come on! Come it's on, so man. cool that... I, I think it's so good for the Hunter industry. Hunter Dozier, damn it! <laughs> I think it's so good for the industry that that is now on multiple platforms. 
that are locked on on PlayStation. Well, the MLB said, uh, Sony, we want money. Yeah. You better you better start giving this over to Xbox. So it is very jarring to fire the game up and you see so uh, Santa Monica across the front of it. You're just like, yeah. Huh? So. Um. So I've been playing um mostly actually Pokemon Diamond Brilliant Diamond. Oh. I bought that. Uh, loving it so far. I'm not. I'm like third badge now, so not okay. super far in. But uh, got seven. Having, having a lot of fun. I got seven, you know, humble brag there. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's really cool to go back to a classic Pokemon style. Uh, you know, I see, I, I don't have any problems with the graphics. People were upset that it wasn't a full remake and like the Sword and Shield engine. I don't mind it. Um, I, I don't love the Chibi style characters because they look too cute for me, but I love the like it, combat graphics. Great. Yeah. The battles is really fun. Uh, Pokemon, I forget how easy they can be though. <laughs> well, the Just thing, the thing about the chibi, the chibi graphics, it's like a logical 3D interpretation of oh, the chibi yeah. Pokemon. I, I don't. That's what it I really don't understand is. why people complain about. Because I mean, if you're looking for a remake of a base traditional top-down Pokemon game, that's what I would expect it to look like exactly. in the 3D era. It, it really does. I I don't have any issues with. It. I think it's a it's a, right. It's logical. Um, I've been also uh, kicking hard into Final Fantasy 13. I want to beat that before it goes off of uh, gold. Beat it again, or not gold, before it goes off Game Pass. I want to beat it again before, so that yeah. I can jump into uh, 13.2 and then hopefully Lightning Returns when those are all on there. All those are all on there. And, you know, again, those games, that game still looks fantastic. I've talked about it before. Uh, last have month. they given a uh, time when they're putting lightning returns on no is it up but yet? it's not up yet they i don't think they've given a date but i think they did confirm that it will be up there at some point okay. hopefully hopefully not too soon because i still got to get through 13 and then then um 13 too but yeah so that's that's where most of my time's been is those two games a little delving into some other stuff most of those two all right, so looking at our time, why don't we do a? Can I tell my game? Uh, no, no. your game is is just. I already told your game, Josh. <laughs> I've been. I know, I've, I've been. I know. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna cry. No. So let's let's do that, and then we'll do a lightning round of guess who video game guess who. So I, you know, to Alex's point about Final Fantasy 13, I beat that uh, a, a, like a, about a month ago, and I had moved on in some capacity to 13.2, and it's a little different. I don't know if I think Alex, you've played it before, right? So you kind of know yeah. the, the nuances. It's a there's a a, a time travel mechanic to it um, that is a little bizarre for a Final Fantasy game, in my opinion, but. Uh, it's it's playable, and I will try to beat it. Um, other than that, like Pokemon as well. I'm on Pearl. I don't. I think Alex is playing Diamond. It's basically the same game, just like a, one line of code is different. Um, and then also, I've been playing. I've still been playing uh, or Octopath. Um, Bravely, Bravely Default Two. Um, that's just kind of going at my own pace there. I it's, mean, I would like to get into yeah. those games at some point, but 
It's, you know, Square, I think they're moving to, like I think I mentioned previously, but it's their attempt to kind of uh, house RPGs of different styles within yeah. different franchise names. So, like, the, the traditional kind of, like, um, turn-based, uh, you know, not... You know, we're on this side, they're on that side. Um, you know, each person kind of has like magic and stuff like that. I think that traditional style might be Bravely series and or the HD 2D going forward. And then they've got the 3D Final Fantasies that'll be more kind of epic storytelling adventures yeah. mixed with some of that in there as well. And probably the the action um, RPG battle mechanics. but. Uh, yeah, that's basically where I'm at. All right, let's jump into video game Guess Who. So we'll do Halo-themed this one. We'll do a Halo Infinite theme, so we're not going to jump from characters that didn't show up, characters, enemies that didn't show up in Halo Infinite. Um, and we'll do uh, main characters, good or good and villains, and uh, enemy types will be our choices okay and i am okay. picking a character right now give me just a second uh they're weird ones oh go away all right i it's not showing me what i want to see you know what? I'm going to do this character. I got a character. Go ahead. Go for it, Josh. Oh, are you, okay. You're ready. Um, I'm, yes, I'm ready. So give me, uh, run that by me one more time. Sorry, I was uh, so exclaiming uh, to my dog to stop whining. Hopefully that didn't come up on the mic. I didn't, didn't hear it, though. So. Okay. Um, it's either a main character, so uh, good guy, bad guy. Or a, uh, it can be an enemy type as well. Okay, one enemy the, type. One of the one of the races or something like that. Okay, is this a good guy? Yes. Is it a main character? Yes. Is it a corporeal being? Define what you mean by that. Like they have a physical Flesh body that you can touch. Okay. Uh, yes. Is your person a normal person? What is the you, character a normal person? What do you define as normal? Has, have they been heavily augmented and wear a giant refrigerator suit all day long? <laughs> they are a normal person. Okay. Is this person the engineer of a spaceship? Yes. <laughs> all right, just, just guess. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> I, you, you, Jared, it's your turn. Sorry. Is it Echo 216? 
It is Echo 216, also known as Fernando. So good call. You guys have got it. Ali Alejandro. No, no, Fernando. Alejandro. No, I know. <laughs> Lady Gaga. No, so. no, wrong. It's wrong. Okay, it's wrong. <laughs> Fernando Esparza. Okay. All right. So that is it for this month. Good job, guys. Uh, great episode. Uh, you know, thanks for the listeners out there. We really appreciate those that are listening and supporting us right now. Um, we want more input from everybody. So please, if you're playing along, if you're listening, ask questions, talk about your thoughts on the video games that we're playing. Give us your submissions for what you want to see us play in the future. Uh, we're open for new games, old games, pretty much any style of games, as long as we have access to it. We do try to keep to games that are either um, in the current zeitgeist or at least are available um, affordably. Easily available, yeah. Yeah, we, we like the to make sure people have uh, avail- the ability to get these games, right? Right. So, you know, if it's going to be the newest $70 PlayStation 5 only game, that's probably not going to be for a little while before we get to that, just because most people aren't going to be able to play that. Right. When we reach 10,000 followers, we're going to live stream a tickle fight. Uh, yes. And you then uh, first, another, another thing, too, is we are going to try to like branch out on platforms, namely YouTube uh, in the near future, too, hopefully with this episode. So look out for other platforms. You won't necessarily see what we look like to begin with. It's probably just going to be some playing B-roll that we take. But um, footage that we do put on that channel will be our footage that we, we will not be using anybody else's game. Do I look like I'm moving in the waves? Nope. Yeah. Yes, you do. I think you look like coral. Or no, no. Seaweed. Coral. <laughs> You're that stiff, Josh. Uh, and uh, so I don't finally. Know where to go with that? Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to Finally, slide. finally, uh, go review us, like us, give us five stars on your platform catcher or your podcast catcher of choice. And uh, tell your friends, if you hate us, tell your enemies, whatever you need to do in order to get the word out there. And again, as always, have a good one. Take care. And to, and to our German listener, you know who you are. How you doing? We'll see you next time. Danke schön. Guten Tag. See you guys.